0: You're listening to You Don't Know Nick, the podcast, a podcast that explores the generational differences from Zoomers to Boomers as it relates to what's going on today. Enjoy. Hi, Nick.
1: Hi, Jess.
0: Gracious. We're on two oh my oh my goodness gracious me. We are in two we're on two different coasts right now.
1: We are on two different coasts. Yeah. You are in the West
0: Coast and I'm in the East Coast.
1: Is it the best coast? I, mean, I, I think West Coast I think
0: West Coast is the best coast.
1: You know, generally speaking, I wanna say yes.
0: Generally, okay
1: There's one factor that's, diff- that's hmm, different that's The
0: Atlantic Ocean.
1: Exactly. It's warmer over there. The water.
0: Is that true? Is that really what you were gonna say?
1: Yeah, it's exactly what I said. gonna say. That water is warm water where <gasps> our water is effing cold.
0: Effing cold. Our water isn't like even worth it once you've experienced the Atlantic.
1: Yeah. This is like you feel even in the summer, you're like, it's a it's a polar bear club adventure.
0: I remember trying to body surf or like even you know boogie board and being numb <laughs> in in the, in the pacific ocean you know I you're th- getting the coarse sand is grating your skin while you're like trying to catch a wave and you can't feel your lower extremities
1: <laughs> now was that the weather or was that something else that made you feel numb was it the uh was that your pre-party your pre uh
0: I'm remembering this like when I was 14, but Great. Never
1: mind (laughs) that I was saying. Although it may still apply. Uh,
0: When I was 13, 14, we knew of two kids that smoked weed.
1: Mm.
0: You know what I mean? Like I went to a private school that like I I come to find out that like in in high school kids were doing hard drugs that no one would ever include me in because I was not that kind of person. I think the first time I smoked weed was 17. Oh. Yeah. It came, I guess it came late compared to other people. Funnily enough, where I first, well, I, I smoked weed at a friend's house first, but didn't do anything. It didn't do anything for me. And then like the next time I smoked weed was at, can you guess the name of the landmark, the natural landmark in Chatsworth?
1: Oh, there's landmarks in Chatsworth?
0: <laughs> I <saw> a couple.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I only knew. Uh, is it a man-made landmark or is it a natural? It's a
0: natural landmark.
1: Okay. I was going to say that felt that feels more right. A natural landmark.
0: Well, there is a man-made, uh, encampment that happened closer to Seabee Valley, but in the same mountain range. But we'll get to that in a second.
1: I probably shouldn't even try. I don't even know. Stony Point. I was going to say some (laughs) sort of rock formation is what I was going to say.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But Stony Point. Like,
1: dang. Um... Is that where all the kids got, where all the kids smoked?
0: Yeah, we would, we would cry, like rock climb and, you know, hit hit a couple J's or like just post up right by the, right by the park and, you know, hot box or something.
1: Let's get stoned at Stony.
0: So I've never been there. I have no interest in being there, but apparently, a, like maybe just, um, Closer to Simi Valley, between Chatsworth and Simi Valley, is where Charles Manson had his caves. Oh. I know. (laughs) I know.
1: Did you guys, was that, that wasn't a thing? Some people did that.
0: I think other people, like, I I could remember, I don't know who, but remember people saying, we we went there, man. Someone claimed that there was a pipe that was left there. Mm. That, like, is a communal pipe that people would go in and use.
1: Okay. Okay. I know I know okay kids
0: pre- post covid is a whole different world. <laughs> <laughs> I watch movies and I'm like you would never stand that close to anybody today. <laughs> it's
1: just but I hope we can stand that close someday.
0: Please. I heard it takes um about five years for the trauma to leave post post pandemic uh post a pandem- uh post a pandemic mm. uh for normalization to return
1: hmm. Well, well, there's a difference between trauma and normalization, right? Because normalization could be based on, you know, scientific factors of safety and yada yada. Whereas trauma could be something, and we're talking like, uh, not, not, not that we need to get into this, but how are those two right?
0: Yeah, so it's very possible I'm using the wrong word to illustrate a point, which I want to do. Um, no you know what you love it <laughs> so it's more that this as a society things return can return to normal ish like like but i think that is part of it like the memory of having to wash your hands and wearing a mask can that trauma does fade that's traumatizing isn't it
1: oh it's definitely traumatizing i'm not saying it's not traumatizing and i'm not saying that there ne- that there needs to be uh... That the, you know that there doesn't need to be some sort of healing or moving on from the trauma of it all.
0: I really feel like you're denying my feelings about this Nick.
1: No I'm I'm actually genuinely curious because I would love to go back to standing shoulder to shoulder in a in a dingy hole in the wall bar listening to some shitty band playing. Would
0: you really love that?
1: Well, maybe not because of how old I am and I have yeah. different priorities now. Yeah. But at now, at this point, I would just do it just to be like, God, that that now the nostalgia is real. It. It's just you know.
0: I think I had the opposite effect, and as you know, I'm in North Carolina visiting mutual friends of ours who just had a baby, and our podcast is about examining generational differences. And my friend Laurie, who just had the baby, is close in age to me, closer than you, who's way older than us. And
1: it was <laughs> all up to be your father's.
0: No, well <laughs> there's a difference between father and like daddy. So you, you could be like <laughs> daddy, but not father. So the, the thing we were like mulling over just last night was, would we want to be 21 again with the brains that we have now? Um, and, and the reason I think I brought it up is mostly like fashion. I'm feeling, I feel really like left in the dust by fashion right now, um, and I think the pandemic has to do with that. I think um, Gen Z shaping the fashion culture has a lot to do with that, and uh, whether I want to catch up with them or not is also another question. But like I see the twenty year olds traipse around Silver Lake, and I'm like, what the fuck, weirdos! Like you guys are weird. But also, what are they wearing? I, I, honestly, honestly, it might as well be vinyl, and and they're wrapped up like a tube, and and. And then there's, they're wearing Doc Martens. And so it's, it's a very interesting experience.
1: Whoa. I'm going to need to, I need to spend some more time in Silver Lake. Once I moved out of there, I was like, I ain't going back.
0: Well, it's surprising that like, I, when I see like some kids were walking down my street to like go to a bar and I'm like, what fucking bar do you think you're going to in Silver Lake for real? But like, there's really not a, a lot going on there. Um. But it, do, it did remind me of dressing up in the current fashion when I was twenty four, and traipsing around Echo Park, and that and those years have passed me by. And I don't, I can't party, I I can't and don't want to party like that anymore. But there's a part of me that uh, misses that.
1: Yeah, well, that's yeah, you know, that's true. That'll never that'll never go away. I don't think, right? Missing a, it. Uh, that you say there's a part of you, yeah, missing it. Because I
0: think it's it's not dissimilar from nostalgia, right? Like I'm nostalgic yeah. for going to the shortstop in Echo Park post, you know, baseball game and getting shit faced on Pabst Blue Ribbons and shit.
1: You want to talk about the shortstop, man? We helped make that shortstop famous, bro. Oh,
0: did you? You That's did.
1: That's right. Well, not really me, but you, of El Paso. Did. No,
2: <laughs>
1: no. I think so. I don't know if they were. I don't know if they were like the first DJs, but they were some of the early DJs that you know, had, you know, when Shortstop started started actually having music nights and whatnot. And <gasps> yeah, they, totally. And they lit that place on fire, man. Not literally, um, but.
0: Uh, but they like Sunday dance nights were incredible.
1: Like I, yeah, and I think this was like the precursor to that. Like this sure. was like, you know, my friends who were doing it. Um, would would pack the place. And then I think that started to just take off from there.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Some of the old haunts exist. There was a place called Echo Curio. That was like the first place I went to go see a band play. And then that went away um, very shortly after they lost the lease or something. But some places have like, like managed to stay like little joy is there and gold room is there still. And um, that big, artsy the echo plex uh is still there in the echo so they're doing they're doing pretty good out there all but they're all 20 they're all 22 and i don't fit in anymore and if i were to go to those bars right now i'd look like the old lady that i judged when i went to those bars when i was 22
1: <laughs> now you know what it
0: feels like i do i do i think i tried at the time to like gain some perspective to and be like you know what just let her live her life man but also there's there was something sad about that lady who's smoking a cigarette in the corner and you know trying to party like like she's Courtney Love but,
1: but why though i don't get it i don't get i don't think i don't think i had that those types of um thoughts or prejudices or whatever when i was younger
0: ooh so you're asking why was i judging that person
1: yeah or why do people judge that person you
0: know what i well, mean well i'll add I'll add this to that thought. When I started to hang out at Echo Park for like as a young woman, I was very intimidated by all of the girls out there. And I felt like all of them were very judgmental. Um, like I felt like every time I was at a new place or at a bar, I was getting like a side eye like mm, or people were like giving me shit. and I just didn't know what it was. Um, so a, I think if I'm going to judge that lady, it's like probably because I know I have a one up on her just by age alone and I'm already getting it from something else. And then, um, I mean, insecurity fuels a lot of that. And, and maybe there was a lot of competition. But as I grew into actually having my own friend base and changing the reason why I would go out, which was not to hunt for boys, which never worked out anyway, but to actually just go have fun with my friends, it didn't matter who was looking at me. Mm -hmm. So then even if people were judging why is she wearing that or she looks weird or whatever, um, that's what started to morph. I think that awareness uh, clocked in at around like 26 and 27, maybe 25. So that I still got some good party years where I'm like, I'm fucking having a great time. Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) You know.
1: Interesting ages you've chose there.
0: Is that because I've matured at that age and that's when my brain stops forming and Saturn Mm -hmm. returns?
1: Didn't we well didn't we talk about this before my theory yeah. of 26 for women with
0: Oh, uh, remind me cuz it did I'm I'm still I'm only remembering what I shared with you but I know you had a theory
1: about women That that the age of 26 is a is a solid marker for when a a, a woman understand or, or or growing woman or whatever a woman understands their values and what and, and their sort of like sense of self and, and, and identity in the world that yeah. is still forming until that to that point.
0: Yeah, I I think, and and to that point, at 19, I thought I knew everything. At 21, I didn't care, but I was super insecure. And then 25 and 26, you know, shit got hard. And those things didn't really matter. Or Mm -hmm. having fun did matter.
1: Yeah, your values shifted. Your sort of sense of, you know, self and, and what mattered to you shifted to a point where you weren't basing your perception of self on, on what how others perceived you or, or what feedback you were getting from others? Um,
0: so then have I regressed if I'm worried about going to the bar and looking like that old chick that I used to make fun of?
1: Slightly, but you're also just human.
0: Okay, thank God. <laughs> 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 Shit. I thought, I thought so like I was gonna have to recall my therapist. you know, there's a whole thing happening. <laughs> um, all right, I've got a fun episode for you, Nick. Please don't leave.
1: Oh where am i going
0: well we're we're gonna go to do you know the you know the our commercial
1: break i usually run away at that
0: point yeah and it's so hard i can't keep a man (laughs) 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 i can't keep you here i can't keep you for the podcast uh don't go anywhere
2: Are you a geek? Do you like naming things? My name is Scott Rubin and I wrote the ultimate guide for geeks to name anything, whether you're naming kids, your pets, your car, your Wi-Fi network, or your role playing game characters. Naming Your Little Geek has almost 1100 name entries and I tell you where the name came from, if it's a real name or if it's a fictional name, all of the characters who have had that name and I reference over 4,400 characters from science fiction, fantasy, comic books, movies, TV shows, cartoons, you name it. all in there. And it ranges from normal sounding names like Scott or Jessica to really off the wall bizarre ones from all of our favorite fantasy and sci-fi properties. You can pick up a copy of Naming Your Little Geek at bubblesandthingssoaps.com and check out all the other cool items there. Some really neat soaps. Naming Your Little Geek is also sold everywhere books are sold online and you can even find it in some physical bookstores if you're a person who shops in physical stores these days.
1: here oh hi i I stuck around as. oh
0: god i didn't want to i didn't want to betray how nervous i
1: was
0: (laughs) but i was so 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 nervous
1: you know i didn't think about leaving until you said don't leave and then i was (laughs) like maybe maybe i want to (laughs) go
0: i think that that is so it's that's manifest destiny right or not destiny but it's manifestation of uh, your worst your worst dreams, right? It's like oh, I will make him leave by thinking he's going to. Um I have two things I want to talk about this week. Uh they're not interconnected, though they have a millennial slant and I do want us to talk about cryptocurrency, but that's a lot of things to talk about this week. But also, well, I have, wait, what?
1: I could probably ban crypto out, not now, but whenever in a short and a short amount.
0: I would really like you to because bitch has been dipping, so I'm curious about your your tip and (laughs) uh but i was i do want to ask you right at the top have you been watching have you watched only murders in the building
1: Wait, is this the Steve Martin, Martin short one? Yes. I did not watch it, but my wife watched it. So maybe I caught like a, a scene or two here or there.
0: Oh, okay, great. I uh, Because I'm technically on somewhat of an emotional vacation, I've been watching a lot of TV shows. One I just watched was uh, Love Life with Anna Kendrick. And then there's a new one, new season with a new actor. And then I've just started. I haven't finished it, but I just started um, Only Murders in the Building. And the whole thing fucking thing is well it's not the whole fucking thing, but Steve Martin and Martin Short coming to terms with the fact that Selena Gomez is a millennial and they have talked about several things that you and I have talked about, uh, which includes, uh, should I call her? Text her, Steve Martin's asking. And Mm. and because for some reason they don't like to be called, (laughs) is what
2: Martin (laughs) Short
0: says. But but at the same time they like don't beat us over the head with it. Um but I think it was a really interesting way To show connection and how we're all not that different in general. Um, And yeah, she's totally like an unaffected millennial and she's playing that role really hard. But I just thought it was really funny that it has a lot to do with what we talk about.
1: Mm. So I should watch it now?
0: Uh, I think if you want to enjoy something that's actually really incredibly well done, different and enjoyable, because who doesn't like Steve Martin and Martin Short? Like, do yourself the favor. You're Don't right. do our audience the favor.
1: No, you're exactly right. Two comedy I, legends from my era. Yeah,
0: your era. You're too young for them to be your era.
1: No, no. I mean, like, I was. I'm a little too young for when they were coming up. Sure, but when they were at their sort of like peak of uh, like widespread popularity, though, no, I, I was. I was right in that pocket.
0: I guess. I guess Three Amigos. I guess. Sure. I guess that's fair. Because I, mean, I
1: was pretty young. So, yes, you're you're right. And I'm stretching the rules. You're but... really
0: stretching the rules. But also, to be fair, Selena Gomez is famous, I believe, because of High School Musical.
1: Was it High School Musical?
0: I think that's what she was in. High School oh, Musical. Oh, I think that
1: sounds about right. It's a, that's a Disney show, right?
0: Yeah, because it was Vanessa Hudgens did. Maybe Vanessa Hudgens did. Uh, she's one of those. Selena Gomez, though, I missed the boat on her. Like, I didn't care about her. Like, whatever, like, Disney was manufacturing at that time didn't really lock on to me. But I really appreciate her in this. So, if you watch mm. it, we'll talk about it. We can, like, highlight certain things that we saw about the millennial stuff. And just, again, like I said, it's a really, really well done um, TV show.
1: Oh, great. I, I mean, Sandra, my wife, loved it. Uh, almost loved it. Maybe that's a harsh, strong word. But she she really enjoyed, she enjoyed it. it. Yeah, Despite like I think there's a lot of people out there who didn't like this show. I
0: don't I didn't hear any of that and I'm almost gonna go on record that this is my favorite show of the uh year.
1: Whoa. Whoa. It's really it's That's really big. that good. It's big really that show good. Show of the year?
0: It's really that good. There's some
1: good shows out there.
0: It's really that good. Personally, like right up my alley, who doesn't love Stephen Martin and Martin Short? That's always Steve- confusing. Steve Martin Short. Steve Martin Short, yeah. <laughs> me and r.a.p. chevy chase you know um i'm just kidding he's not dead okay i got advertised this well your face is your incredulity
2: you're oh <laughs> no, it's just
1: it's just my uh, old man face it's my resting my resting old man face oh
2: my god
0: that's funny that you mentioned that because when i was 20 something In Echo Park, I worked on my resting bitch face in case I drove by a bitch. In Echo Park, I swear to God, I left that part out of the story. So you're welcome. Um, This comes from an article called Money Wise, which I'm sure is just a trash website. And they advertised to me on Twitter, and I clicked it because it was fucking clickbait. But it said 25 brands that are dying out because millennials aren't buying them.
1: Ooh. Oh. Now,
0: I think there's a, I think it's a stretch. Okay. But we're going to go through the slideshow and, and up their ad revenue just by doing this bit. But we're going to – we'll just talk about each brand that they think we don't want to buy. Okay. Okay. 26, even though it said 25 <laughs> brands, I don't know what, they just, <laughs> <laughs> what just happened. <gasps> Jesus. 26 is Diet Pepsi.
1: Okay. Yeah. Diet I, Pepsi died a long time ago.
0: I, well, I know someone who still religiously drinks it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, as opposed to Diet Coke.
1: Well, they're a unicorn. Or That's a,
0: potentially correct.
1: Or maybe a duck-billed platypus, meaning Ooh. they're extinct.
0: Oh, Sorry, <laughs> right, I, I will let my friend know. Um, I, mean,
1: I don't even think I've ever met somebody ever in my entire life who drinks Diet Pepsi.
0: I, so I remember there was someone who did like a uh, brand... A graphics art joke, and they were just doing like the symbol of things and making this the tagline of like the joke thing about them. And it was the Pepsi symbol that said, Is Pepsi okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> you go to every restaurant and you order a fucking Coke, and they're like, Is Pepsi okay?
1: <laughs>
0: it might as well be their fucking brand. Um,
1: because where you grew up, everything was called Coke.
0: No, I'm from LA. Oh, I don't we know. We want a Coca Cola.
1: Oh, where I grew up. Everything was – all soda was called Coke.
0: No. In L.A., Coke is Coca-Cola.
1: But if it's you went soda. to a restaurant and and a waiter came over and they asked you if you wanted a fizzy – Do you want a cigarette. drink? Do you want, Do, a you want a, Do you
0: want a soda? Do you want drinks? Do you want nice iced tea? Do you want
1: a soda? So they would say soda. Soda. Yeah. No.
0: Where yeah. I no. Up, g- Coke is not – because if you, if I say Coke, I, I'm i insinuating they want a
1: Coca-Cola. Yeah. See, see <laughs> when I grew up – even if they didn't even have Coke on tap, on tap, you know, whatever they didn't have Coke, they would they say, Pepsi. "Can I get you a Coke?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah, what kind do you have?" Oh,
2: that's oh so
1: we weird. got Pepsi, Dr Pepper, you know.
0: How do you spell the word C-O-U-P-O? Oh no, how do you how do you pronounce "coupon"? Coupon. Ooh.
1: But I think maybe there's sometimes I would say "coupon."
0: Coupon.
1: I how think I you- say "coupon." And, but but coupon, coup, no, I don't really say coupon.
0: No, I wouldn't. I, coupon doesn't even so, sound real, right on your mouth. Coupon, coupon, <laughs> coupon. coupon. Uh, yep, yeah, no, nope, that's definitely regional for sure. All right, right twenty five. Tw- cu- cu- coupon.
1: <laughs> is that a coupon? I, 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 no, I I think it. Sometimes I say coupon. Is that a coupon? Yeah, is, is that, that
0: a coupon? Is that, a coupon? Is
1: that a coupon? I definitely say coupon too.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you pronounce B-A-G-E-L?
1: B-A-G-E-L? A Bagel,
0: G-E-L. Yeah, we know someone who we know you and I have a mutual who says bagel.
1: No, I know I've never met somebody who says bagel. And yeah, I know, but apparently I know somebody, but I I've never heard them say it.
0: And and it's charming. Um, Is it? okay? Yeah, hundred percent. There's a reason why but I, I won't get I into it. I maybe
1: vomited in the back of my throat, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> One man's trash is another man's treasure. I'm actually afraid that
0: that person's going to hear that I'm talking about
1: this. Oh, so, oh
0: Yeah. We'll see.
1: <laughs> bagel? Uh, yeah. Get him on the line. Let's talk to him about this. <laughs> no. He's
0: got a baby. Um, <laughs> it's born of a Midwestern insecurity for doing everything egg, 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 egg. You know, head in the bag. Bagel. Head, yeah. Bagel.
1: I can, I can see like a bagel. Bagel.
0: But of being afraid to do that, mm. they went the complete opposite direction um okay the next item that millennials don't want to buy uh 25 on the list is crocs i guess
1: oh yeah fuck yeah i think well you know crocs crocs i think even took a turn took a turn for everybody like they came out smash hit uh and then people were like oh this is it's just really uncool to wear crocs i don't i so i could see how that would Yeah, it kind of
0: was like the snuggie, right? But we could do a whole episode about made for TV things, like the snuggie, where you like put on a body blanket. (laughs) Everyone's like, "Yeah, we're gonna buy that." But I owned a pair of Crocs recently that I loved.
1: Well, that's the thing; they're very comfortable. Yeah, they're like they're actually really. I mean, I've never owned a pair, but I've from from what I hear, and I, I mean, I've tried them on. My my daughter wears Crocs; loves them.
0: Yeah, so I don't know that they're not getting purchased. Maybe we're just not wearing them out in the real world. So I don't think here's
1: the oh, but thing. We're I talking think about millennials though, specifically. Like But also
0: these brands uh, the the thing that the the stupid headline that this fucking article used was these brands are dying out, which would insinuate oh. like they're going to go under. And I don't think they really mean that, but it's like
1: Crocs aren't dying out.
0: They're not dying out. No. They're not dying out. There's and enough there are
1: people buying them. One million. Yeah.
0: 1 million percent. And and the Crocs that I had didn't look like Crocs and they were fucking awesome and whatever. You know what one thing I've never owned in my life is? Hmm. Uggs. Oh. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a duck-billed platypus in, yeah. in regards to that.
1: Yes, you are. I mean, even I own a pair of Uggs.
0: I have never had the pleasure. U-
1: Ugg slippers. I'm not, I'm not wearing Uggs out.
0: Well, yeah, but yeah, no one, no one's doing that anymore.
1: Well, not necessarily some chug some juggers,
0: some sugars.
1: There's a lot of chuggy people out you're, there wearing their so Uggs right. out there.
0: You're so right. That's a that's like quintessential chuggy. Yes. 24. Mm-hmm. Apple iPod.
1: Oh. They I would say they still make those.
0: <laughs> I know. That's weird, right?
1: Well, I mean, though I you know, because basically, like, I use my old iPhone 6S as an iPhone iPod, basically.
0: Oh, so you don't keep your music on your actual phone?
1: No, I do. I'm just saying, no, no, I don't use it, like, as a separate music player. I just haven't, like, gotten rid of the phone. I see. And actually, my, my daughter has claimed it as her phone. Ah. Uh, uh, and that's I, where she
0: listens all to, to all of her music.
1: That's, yes. Yeah, she, she she knows how to use Spotify.
0: And she listens to the weekend.
1: <laughs> Actually, you know, as much as much as like you want to be the parent who's like, I'm just gonna play them adult music because I'm gonna, you know, treat them like yada yada. Kids like kids' music, and that's a fact. She's found some music that she really likes and uh and yeah, it's very very you know, there's one playlist that's just all variations of the A B C song and she fucking loves it. <laughs> she's
0: she's dumb <laughs> uh
1: you she have to protect knows,
0: your daughter's honor right now <laughs>
1: that's not she learned her abcs before uh, oh end- i didn't
0: mean it that way it just means that her musical taste is dumb that's all oh oh, oh, <laughs> that's all. oh
1: y- yes uh, if you listen <laughs> to this on repeat i'm gonna say no i think she thinks she's she's potentially a savant. Uh, ah. Which is how I'm trying to explain the behavioral problems. It's like, well, it's just because she's a genius. Of course she's got behavioral problems.
0: I'm going to caution you away from that because when my youngest brother was born, everyone would go, oh, he's only this year old and he's only that year old. I said, well, at a certain point, he's going to be fucking seven and is it going to be okay then? <laughs> like, and, and it would always inch up as he got older. So, you know, just... Just saying, don't you, you're gonna fuck this one up.
1: <laughs> oh, see, we've already fucked this one up. We're hoping to make up for it in the future.
0: Uh, it'll be great. It'll be great. Okay, next next brand. Let's see here. This is so not true. Victoria's Secret.
1: Oh. This
2: well, is, you would know more accurate. about this.
1: You would know more about that than I would. But I do think <sighs> it is on a. Or I, I definitely a, I would say a downward trajectory, or at least a lower trajectory than where it was when I was growing up, when my, when Gen X mattered as a generation. I, uh,
0: based on what though?
1: Based on it being, I think a bit, uh, I want to say, I don't know. You see, you might know it better than me. I want to say a bit cheesy that like you could buy more, probably more practical. better looking uh better fitting better fitting is maybe right right cheaper priced maybe even newer tech bras like like there's just so many different options out there for you that like and also I think the idea of like going and getting that sexy lingerie I mean I don't know if I guess maybe I'm just an old man, uh, not no, no. <laughs> in the no, dating no. world. but like is that really like how is that still a thing that happens? though we'll get some 60s and lingerie?
0: I also am hardly in the dating world right now, but I would say that if I were to re-enter the dating world, the first thing on my to-do list, besides like, you know, checking for STDs. Is Or getting first control is, like, getting a two-piece, comfortable, sexy outfit, probably. Or making sure, like, my undies are looking I good. I think
1: so. But would you go to Victoria's Secret to get it?
0: For underwear? Probably. Yeah? Um
1: That's still high on your list of places to go for...
0: Now, it wasn't until my sister gifted me a couple of bras. So, and another time, I'll tell a story about my sister shoplifting bras for me. Um <laughs> Because I guess this is a theme. She bought me some bras from Macy's. And they are less expensive and they fit better. And I would never have gone there to get bras until someone else guided me down that road. And so I... (sighs) But it's still like a specialty... It's like the only specialty underwear store that I can think of that isn't too tacky. Well, it's super tacky, by the way. But also, I wear their perfume religiously. It's the one I, it was, it'll be the, the perfume I get buried in.
1: So you're biased because of your connection to this perfume. You're biased (sighs) that this brand is actually.
0: There are shitty things that I will never buy. I will never buy the pink collection. I don't want it to say pink on my fucking ass. Chugi. Chugi. Chugi motherfucking shit. I actually, the only pair of pink pajamas i had or like sweats were stealing it from my brother's ex-girlfriend somehow i ended up with them
1: which actually turns chug into cool
0: it did they're like i didn't buy
1: these i stole these from my
0: (laughs) total flipped it on its head case um exactly right but uh yeah i don't know that it's i don't think it's out i think victoria's secrets still victoria's secret still has some clout Th- Sales is- have been declining steadily since 2016, and the company has responded by changing executives and closing stores. Wow. I don't know.
1: Maybe, you know, maybe I got a new ad campaign from them. Going from chug to coog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For the audience's sake, I'm shaking my head and holding back pug. <laughs> Going from chug to coog. And honestly, we're really close to Cougar Town, so it's happening. It's not a, it's not a bad idea. Shit.
1: People, okay. well, people who traditionally probably bought, bought Victoria's Secret and probably still do, that, that, that's propping up their sales, are probably older women. So who are, both, who are either chuggy or wow. coogie wow. <laughs> um, if, they're, uh, if they're not something else, right? Wow. If, they're, if they're trying to be, like, hip and sexy... They're probably either choogy or kooky, right? We're talking, you know, I'm talking over 40.
0: I think you just coined a whole new term. Like, I think we need to have a, a quiz on BuzzFeed. Are you choogy or kooky? Yeah. It's really good. It's really good, Nick. You should think about comedy. So 22 is, this is so tough, Campbell's Soup.
1: Oh, yeah. interesting. Well, I could see that because they need to evolve. I mean, and, you know, I haven't visited their products in a long time, but they need to ev- evolve to a more healthier sensibility. It's not to say that they can't keep like the classics on the shelf, but I won't look at Cam- I won't even look at Campbell's. The only time I'll look at Campbell's if, is if maybe I want to have some a nostalgic taste. Yeah,
0: totally. And there actually was some claim that the chicken soup actually did make people feel better, but that could also be the placebo, which is not to be scoffed at mm-hmm. at, at all. Um, and maybe they're like cream of chicken or the cream of broccoli is good for like stocks or whatever, or mm-hmm. like, you know, like using to Making make a casserole. A hundred percent. And I'm sure they make half their sales on Thanksgiving for sure. But they even said here, and again, take this for the grain of sodium um, this this website <laughs> this is money wise. I've never heard you it. You know, in my you should life. think
1: about comedy too. <laughs> oh, oh
0: yeah. Uh. Oh, send in the girl. We were watching. Oh God, it's too. I can't. I can't go off topic with you. Okay, this one says Campbell's is now focusing on its organic soups and broths as well as portable snacks. But even the organic stuff isn't selling well, which actually isn't surprising because I can't not think about how long that can of soup can last. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and everything just feels like it's completely it's it is a we think we're more health conscious as a mm-hmm. as a group. So I guess I can see that.
1: Yeah, but you see they're doing exactly. I mean, I didn't even know they were having exactly pushing organic campaign, but they're but they're doing what they would need to be doing to try to survive in this world. But I just think that people have people don't associate. Exactly them with it, so it's exactly it's a, they need to do a lot of advertising,
0: or just double down and let middle America continue to buy their stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because like they, that that chicken noodle soup will is taste like nothing else
1: mm-hmm. for sure. Now I'm just gonna I'm gonna lay on a line. I'm more of a Lipton guy when I'm sick. Ooh, I, mean, I, I love I'll, I'll eat a, Cam, a you know, Campbell's chicken noodle, but Lipton is
0: wow. I don't even know if I've ever had Lipton. What? I don't even know if I can say that.
1: Whoa. Go get yourself know. a box of Lipton.
0: I can't because I'm a vegetarian. Oh,
1: so well,
0: the next fun. one is It's
1: arguable whether it's chicken or not.
0: I, oh, <laughs> believe me. So every now and then I entertain the idea of getting chicken McNuggets because hardly, right? <laughs> um I think they still slaughter chickens though for the ritual of it. So 21 is Budweiser.
1: Oh, no. I mean, in early look,
0: 2018, the brand fell into number four in domestic beer sales.
1: Okay. Well, okay. So it, it's taking a dip since 2018. Right. Let's not overreact here. What's the title of this again?
0: Uh, we are trying to get ad revenue and make you click pages. Uh, so we're going to uh, clickbait th- you.
1: This was related to, particularly to millennials? Millennials
0: not buying these things. So these, and it could be, they could be meaning that like these brands are just not in right now and that's possible. Like Budweiser, I'm not going to buy a Budweiser if I'm going to my friends.
1: It had been, if it had been declining since 2010 or even early, you know, something like that, then I could see the millennials being responsible for it. But 2018, I mean. That's really like
0: college kids that are trying to fucking beer pong it.
1: I mean, this is, yeah, I mean, we're the same. millennials are well into their 30s at this point. I guess that's a large spending category, and that spending category, you know, is not spending it on Budweiser. Maybe there's an argument there. I
0: think we talked about this, though, that uh, uh, what Mark Zuckerberg owns half of the millennials' wealth. Something like that.
1: Oh, is that, is that, is that true? I didn't know. Yeah. What about it's
0: pretty, it's pretty in, in, insane. Now, that still does mean that because we're not a rich uh, generation, they like that because we are buying necessities all the time. We don't have time to just, you know, like we're, we're yeah. all, we can't invest. So they we well, are. Clearly, you're not,
1: buying, you're not buying Campbell's or Definitely
0: uh, not buying Campbell's, <laughs> but we're spending too much for fresh soup at Whole Foods.
1: So <laughs> apparently.
0: This one is interesting. Um, Kodak. Now, I had the, I know, I had the uh, good fortune of going to a Kodak party, which was the first and last Getty image that has been taken of me. And um, from what little I know behind the scenes is that they are trying really hard to, like, stay alive, be vital. Um, they, the, the thing I went to, they were honoring um, filmmakers that still value using film.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know. That's a millennial thing. Kodak moments have moved to smartphones and Instagram, and the company, once known for its camera and film, hasn't been able to bounce back since declaring bankruptcy in 2012.
1: This is not a millennial thing. This is it. Just happens to coincide with millennials in terms of the timeline, but no, this is a technology thing.
0: This is a thing we're gonna have to look into, though. The final. Part of this says it has introduced Kodak Coin, described as a way for photographers to take control of managing the rights to their images.
1: Oh, there you go. Now that's that's how you evolve.
0: I wonder. I wonder where they are with that right now.
1: Oh, so Maybe we'll up, have
0: to research that.
1: Yeah. Well, while while you're looking at the next thing, I'll I'll see if I can find the price of a Kodak Coin.
0: Oh yeah. I wonder if it's like even uh, if it's still privatized or what have you. Quiet. Podcast. Well, let's just keep. going. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll. look at it while you. Yeah, let's, let's look the it up thing. another
0: time, um, and we can burn through these because by the by the time I'm done with this, we're going to be done with the the podcast. Uh, 19 is Harley Davidson.
1: Oh. mm Hmm.
0: I think people probably are just not buying motorcycles in general.
1: Uh huh. I mean, it's just it's interesting. I mean, because I think the the title of this article should just be like you know, changing trends and, like, here are here are some uh, brands that need to either evolve or are going to die over the next, like, 20, 30 years. I mean, like, Harley-Davidson isn't going anywhere. There's always no, it's a, not going to be a niche anywhere. group of people. I mean, but I could see over the long haul, potent, even then, it's just, like, it's so niche in that world that they don't need to reach the mass public. I mean, you know... Unless the argument is, is that more and more motorcycles are selling every day, but people are buying BMWs and right, whatever else, Hondas, or I don't know, whatever motorci- other motorcycle companies are.
0: Well, Indian, which is an antiquated name, and then they are Suzuki's, but those are like, you know.
1: <laughs> I'm assuming you mean a dirt bike by, yeah. the, well, that, by see, the rolling of a, the R's and the way, the way no, you... No, there's
0: like speed bikes. <laughs> oh, a little speed too?
1: Yeah, just yeah, that's <laughs> when did your sound effects class start? Because that was really really
0: I I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. the next the next product is Jell-O.
1: Oh, Jell-O. Poor Jell-O.
0: Listen, Jell-O, if it's not instant, if you have to get the cook chocolate pudding Jell-O, it is chef's kiss. It's still the best chocolate pudding out there.
1: Oh, not yeah. the
0: instant one, but the cook chocolate pudding.
1: Oh, okay. Jello's take-
0: owner, Kraft Heinz, is trying hard to win over younger customers. It recently announced this is going to make me puke. Jello play edible slime, described as a toy you can eat. I want to fucking vomit.
1: Oh, that's the angle they're going.
0: I want to fucking vomit. This sounds like the worst.
1: Really the angle that they need to go is just straight for the straight alcohol to hell. <laughs> the alcohol mixer. <gasps> jello
0: shots all day. Yeah, oh my spice God. up your
1: parties with jello shots. I mean, cuz really there's only two major applications of jello. One is the party shot.
0: Right. And
1: and the other is the hospital room. I mean, other than that, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Well, also, don't tell that to the boomers that I used to serve at the deli. That was one of four dessert options they had it was jello, chocolate pudding, tapioca, or rice.
1: Pudding. <laughs> I mean, look, jello is good. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we need to bring it back as a hip trend.
0: Well, I can't eat it because it has gelatin.
1: Oh, well, you take this vegetarian thing way too seriously.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> 17 is the gap.
1: Oh, uh, wow. What, what's it say about them? Are they Where's their declining sales?
0: A long time ago, a jingle invented consume, invited consumers to fall into the gap, but lately shoppers have had more of a falling out with the clothing <laughs> retail. <laughs> the brand is so troubled that parent company Gap Inc., which also owns Banana Republic, Old Navy, and Athleta Chains, is considering closing hundreds of its namesake, namesake stores, which I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Well, I feel like Old... Mm. I wonder, I wonder if this has to do with online sales, meaning that like the, one of the things about the gap is, is that you're getting like low priced everyday clothing.
0: Low priced? Excuse me?
1: That's not low priced anymore? I
0: wouldn't say so. I think people are going to Uniqlo for low priced everyday clothing and then sure, to Old Navy sure, yes. for well, even that, low, lower priced ones.
1: Got it. Got it. Yes, I can see that. But you know, that's you're talking with like Uniqlo and H and M. You're talking that sort of fast. Well, H and M
0: is not. Well, no, Uniqlo. I wouldn't call fast fashion. I would call no, it basics. I it was. Base, maybe I'd never shop there because it doesn't appeal to me. But um, it it struck me as uh, basics. But um, fast fast basics. Fast basics. Yes, <laughs> but H and M is fast fashion. You're right about that.
1: I think you, Uniqlo might 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 uh, toggle or straddle the line,
0: mm,
1: mm, you know. Mm, toggle is mm. not the right word. So say straddle. more.
0: Say straddle. more. <laughs>
1: yes. Might straddle the line. Cheap <laughs> but nice clothing.
0: Uh, yeah. I think I think it's interesting. There's just a lot, just a lot more options these days is basically what I'm trying to but, say. But also I love going to Banana Republic and I love going to shop at uh, like Ann Taylor Loft or or uh, Ann Taylor and the you know Loft or whatever. Like there's a couple stores that I love going into. I remember though when the recession hit, um stores like Neiman Marcus were doing fine, but stores like um what's the other one?
1: Dillard's, JCPenney. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, a Macy's. No, uh, so it's Macy's feet, and what's then the one started starts to be it starts uh, Bloomingdale's. At N. No.
0: no, no. So Bloomingdale's and
1: oh, Nordstrom's.
0: Nordstrom's Nordstrom wasn't doing well because it was the mid-range, accessible high fashion. That and the people that couldn't afford it were not m- making money. So, like people who always can afford Neiman Marcus, were still going to Neiman Marcus, and the people who could afford Nordstrom couldn't afford to go to Nordstrom. So they were struggling during the recession. I I think I think if, if I were to explain Gap to you right now, it's it's it. They actually use similar words. They say lackluster, samey, and boring. I would say it's overpriced, samey, and boring and not complementary to my body
1: it's overpriced because now you can get samey boring for cheaper
0: yeah totally
1: yeah i think there was a time when it was on the on the cheaper end of the spectrum
0: but also it was cool too but i remember spending a whole day there trying. was cool i would say so Their mellow yellow commercials and shit that shit was cool looking i wished i could wear it i remember trying on jeans that never i tried on every single pair of jeans and they never looked, I swear to God, the like lady was almost kicked me out of the store. She's like, you need to go. <laughs> this is not for you. This is not for you, clearly. Um, okay. The next one, the Chevrolet Volt. We don't even going to talk about it. Who cares about that?
1: I was just talking about like. Electric cheap, car. Cheap electric cars that aren't keeping up with the technology. Sure.
0: Yeah. It has to be that. Um, the next one is 15, Chef Boyardee. Have you sure. purchased Chef Boyardee for your daughter? Yeah, it sounds disgusting. But it sounds like Spaghettios sounds like the last thing I want to put in my mouth.
1: Yeah, wasn't well, spaghetti Wait, spaghetti Spaghettios
0: is... is also Chef Boyardee.
1: Oh, I thought for some reason in my mind Spaghettios was Campbell's.
0: Ooh, but no, maybe it I Chef could be Boyardee. wrong. But I feel you like the right. same. I feel like the same uh, flavor is Chef Boyardee and Spaghettios. I feel it like it's the same thing. Have you ever been to a Jolly Bee?
1: Wait, I think I might have just eaten there today. Was that like a fast food restaurant that serves fried chicken? Yes. I literally had that.
0: Are you to serious? Today. Did you have fried chicken and SpaghettiOs?
1: Or, no, or their I pasta? Had fri- I had fried chicken, but no SpaghettiOs. My-
0: well, it's, I don't know if it's SpaghettiOs, but they serve a pasta and it tastes exactly like a Chef Boyardee pasta. And from what I was told, which please tell me if I'm wrong, during the war, they, we were shipping them Chef Boyardee so it became part of their cuisine or, you know, their fast food cuisine and their taste. And so in the Philippines, so fried chicken and fucking shepardy spaghetti oh and meatballs. God.
1: That's it's so crazy when shit like that happens. We're like, yeah. I mean, it's like, why is spam? A part of hawaiian cuisine or
0: banh mis right you have french rolls but with the vietnamese cuisine it's fascinating
1: well but yeah but a french roll is good right i'm talking about, I'm talking about food. That's i don't not...
0: remember hating spam
1: oh well it doesn't sound very appealing but I guess it doesn't it's...
0: sound very appealing but if you fucking fry that shit i'm sure it's great
1: <laughs> um, just so you know spaghettios is campbell's um i just looked it up but uh, Fuck. but i get i get what you're saying i don't know it um, seems like
0: they're in the same universe to me the one
1: thing that will never die away though is uh uh-oh spaghettios it will never go away we will
0: never we will forget the context from that for that like thousands of years from now but it will still exist this is fucking second
1: chef boyardee also has spaghetti what no no they don't i just google was, was messing with me i sorry
0: listen i'm open to being wrong and it seems like i am clearly so the but So is this article. Number 14 is Twitter. Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah. Eh. eh, I think if they might have had, they might have had a little bit of a decline, but uh, they're on the rise right now. I think
0: I can can only imagine like this. It's, it's some of the the last line they say is not outrageous to think Twitter could go the way of Friendster or Vine soon. Good night. Not
1: (sighs) not anytime soon. I think I definitely think there was a movement towards uh like the snapchat the sort of like that sort of like instant and erasable fast sort of social media but no i don't think twitter is i don't think twitter is going to die i don't think instagram and facebook are going to die because a lot of people went to snapchat and then where else they're going to yeah now.
0: it sounds really dumb um okay this one the next 13 is tiffany
2: oh hmm
0: I don't know. I remember that Tiffany had a really big uh influence on like 2000s when everyone should get those charm bla- bracelets. Do you remember those? Mhm. Everyone was getting charm bracelets. Mm-hmm. I, di- I didn't get one though. Um, you're,
1: you're, you're 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 now thankful you didn't spend your money. On, on it.
0: Honest to God, yes. There, that was Listen, I'm all for having tchotchkes and and collecting, but you know, I did have actually Um, A John Lennon jewelry collection that Yoko Yoko Ono, I'm thinking of um, Cowboy Bebop, which is coming out this week, Uh, Yoko Ono created that looked like a Tiffany's bracelet and a ring that was like sterling silver. It was gorgeous, but it was John Lennon, so it felt
1: cooler. (laughs) I mean, to me, I feel like them and Gap, like maybe the product of... These sort of mall institutions, you know, these places mm. that you can go to the mall and, like, and that's if that as that mall culture s- starts to fade, some of these brands that thrive in those environments. Um, because other than that, now, like,
0: I don't know that the mall, cu- mall culture is as dead as you think it is, though.
1: I didn't say it was as dead. Mind you, none of these brands, some of these brands that we've talked about aren't dead either, right? So that's
0: fair. This, this I hate this article already.
1: They're just looking at like things that are on the Passe. Yeah, well they're just not as yeah, they're they're just not as uh popular. It's like there was a well, time. Oh I just when, said
0: that by saying passe. Wouldn't
1: I you say? Passe, I think passe, <laughs> in my mind, and I could be wrong, has a bit more of a negative connotation. Like not only is it
0: wouldn't decline as well?
1: No, I didn't say decline. <laughs> past What'd its you say? prime. Past oh. its prime is not I mean,
0: listen, I love sure. arguing with you. So you, you explain it to me. Danny. Passé
1: feels like it's like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, mm. you do that. Uh, you bought you bought that. Well, I'm definitely Tiffany's? not going to wear a Tiffany's <laughs> you bracelet. That Tiffany's, did you? Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, it would be passé for me to wear that. Although I bet you because everyone's wearing the 90s now, it will be it will be coming back shortly.
1: OK, I'll, I'll take that. I, no one's for going Tiffany, around going we'll like, look what I got at Tiffany's.
0: Yeah, no one's yeah. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean um, people
1: are. It's just not not not. Yeah.
0: I actually I think Jay-Z and Beyonce are doing a Tiffany ad
1: campaign. Um, oh well. And I think they uncovered bring it back they can.
0: Totally. And they uncovered a Basquiat that had uh people didn't know existed. And then there's like a whole up uproar about how uh, art isn't meant to be sequestered by rich people. <laughs> it was a whole there's a whole fucking thing. <laughs> Uh, Because Basquiat wouldn't have wanted that. Basquiat was a street artist, you know, like out there, loud and proud. Anyway, I don't know what Basquiat would have wanted. Don't listen to me. Apparently, the Fiat, number twelve.
1: Hmm. Sure. It runs wildly. Killed the Fiat.
0: I guess. Well, who wants to drive it though? No. Did Did anyone drive it? Did you know anyone that drove a fucking Fiat? No. Never. Okay. Moving on. Slim (laughs) fest.
1: Uh, yep. That's it. Uh, there, you, they finally got one right.
0: Yeah, this this one has been out. You know, you know how come I know that that's true? Besides having eaten those or drank those when I was in the nineties, my friend Laurie Jones uh was would always be drinking them when we did Glam, which was set in the eighties. And all she's <laughs> like I'm having a Slim Fast.
1: <laughs> oh, no, my mom drank Slim Fast. Uh,
0: oh God, we all did, and it was trash. Okay, this is so weird. Kenmore appliances.
1: Ooh, Kenmore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You sure? As a person who's currently in the market for buying a dishwasher, I'd never really would have thought of buying a Kenmore. And I did buy a washer and dryer recently, and I didn't even think about Kenmore.
0: I don't, so first of all, this article said it came out in on October twenty second, two thousand twenty one. But then they're saying Sears is going down the tubes. Sears is gone.
1: Is it fully gone? I mean, Ooh, it's definitely it well have. past going down the tubes. Yeah, <laughs> it's,
0: it's <laughs> they Sears is passé. Oh, next one is Wheaties.
1: Sure. I mean, I yeah. even, I mean, I I, I don't buy you know major brand cereal anyway so it's hard i'm not you don't
0: no my favorite thing as an adult is to buy captain crunch it's like the my guiltiest pleasure
1: yeah okay but that's not because you want breakfast it's because you want dessert
0: yeah but i'll (laughs) eat it for breakfast (laughs) sure
1: sure. and
0: then have it for dessert later
1: You're so right. (laughs) I just generally don't eat cereal. And then when I think about desserts, I don't think about
0: cereal. God, but but when I have Captain Crunch, I eat breakfast.
1: Look, I get it. You put that in my house, I will (sighs) eat it. I will eat it. But I do try to like, as far as cereal, keep in the house. Try to keep it. Lots of bran. Raisins. I'm
0: glad your bowel movements are good, though. So Odwalla is eight.
1: Oh, the juice company? Yeah. I think that's weird. It's a bit weird to put on this list because Odwalla was never like some sort of major mainstream juice company. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, – it may be dying out because millennials aren't buying it, sure. But it's not like it was ever super mainstream and and uh, a, a, like a mainstay of the Gen Xers or something. But.
0: Well, I remember drinking one and not liking it because yeah, there's also Naked Juice, which also is – might as well just be a soft drink, but as marked as a juice. It says here that Coca-Cola, I guess it's owned by Coca-Cola, which says a lot, announced plans in July to shut its juice, shut down its juice and smoothie brand, Odwalla, by the end of the month. So maybe it's all gone. Maybe mm. this article, I wonder how correct this is. Um, But let's put it this way. If I'm going to have a fucking green smoothie, I'm not going to grab you know, a brand that looks like that. I just won't. Mm. I mean I, 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 I
1: mean I guess I, I guess the I guess there was a time in my life and and I would I was more of a naked juice person where I would drink naked juice. That was before I realized just how much sugars and yeah stresses.
0: and that was one of the things they cited there for wall as well um like i'd rather drink cold pressed orange juice now and get that kind of sugar than you know something that tastes like what you put in there you know mm-hmm. um the next one is interesting and uh, comes with a little bit of uh anecdote for me craft singles
1: oh no that's i know that's a lot of broken hearts out there
0: American cheese no longer holds the same plasticky appeal that it used to. Yeah, I uh, guess it's the processed cheese food, ultimately, right? Like the fact that it's processed.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Um, but it's, there's no better cheese on a burger.
0: i You can't tell me there is.
1: No, there's no. There's no better. So cheese
0: on a burger. we never had good cheese or we never had anything but craft cheese or craft parmesan so when i this is the the anecdote when i got older and like started getting old they only had cheddar on burgers i'd be like this is fucking shit i hate this because <laughs> 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 like i didn't know that there was good what good cheese was like i didn't have a palate for it
1: wow hilarious, okay. hilarious. You, know, you, you can get healthy uh Healthy-ish or takes on the American Craft singles cheese these days.
0: We sold at the deli that I worked at American cheese. We would slice it. We had a whole brick of it, you know? <laughs> and it wasn't the same. It was similar. I'm sure it was similar in make, but uh, it wasn't the same as craft. It wasn't it didn't come from craft.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: fuck yeah, I like a good American cheeseburger. Hell yeah. That shit is like nacho cheese on a cheeseburger. Are you kidding? Okay. Six. Forever 21. Doesn't surprise me.
1: I thought they were already went under. I guess Did maybe. they?
0: Oh, they filed for bankruptcy in 2019. Yeah. I think it goes into what you were saying with like the fast fashion. Um, fast fashion is no longer trending among millennials and Gen Z who are becoming more mindful of their shopping habits. I don't know if that's true. I think we're buying things on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Like that's how I'm being mindful of my shopping habits. Okay, Kellogg's cereal.
1: Well, I mean, it's like I was saying, I don't buy any name brand cereals anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's too much too legs, much sugar. Yeah. Well, the it's, thing is, it's like if I'm gonna eat sugar cereal, I'm not gonna go for Fruit Loops.
1: I mean, look, I love Fruit Loops. I you grew do? up in Fruit Loops. Well I love, I love all those cereals. Doesn't matter. But here's the thing that a lot of us came to realize is your their sort of vitamin-enriched cereals is a fucking scam. Oh, it's bullshit. My God. There's part nothing about these things. Part of a healthy
0: breakfast? Things.
1: Yeah. Part of... Yeah. It's, the the milk you pour in it is part of the healthy breakfast.
0: <laughs> totally. And then you have to have this other subs- <laughs> subsidy. Yeah, no, it's fucking it's a joke. Uh, and then what was it? Sugar, the sugar companies made uh, bread be like the biggest part of the food pyramid, and it should never have been.
1: Or something oh, like that. really? Is that true? Some, <laughs>
0: something like that. Like it's completely manufactured, but someone can correct me. Number four, Applebee's. When was the last time you've eaten at an Applebee's?
1: Well, it's been a very, when you live in Los Angeles, if you're going to an Applebee's, then you are missing out on the plethora of options you have otherwise.
0: TGI Fridays, chilies. Mm-hmm. Soup plantation.
1: No, we'll hold up there. <laughs> soup plantation is <laughs> oh not to be messed with. Oh that is goodness. a a piece of nostalgia that I will not let go does of.
0: Does it still exist?
1: I don't know if it does or not. I think it I mean I know I think it does. I don't know if like the ones that, that were in LA are still around? Yeah, because like, I remember
0: one in the valley that was no longer there, and I think the Applebee's that was in the valley also is no longer there too. That I, I knew.
1: I used to go to one that was across from the Bev Center.
0: I think oh, there. you're so fucking cool! Um, but I, last time I was at an Applebee's was like at a show in when I in Camarillo or something like that.
1: Problem is, it's just not. It's just not good food. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And once you once you once you like wise up, and you're like. So this just isn't good food. like, And it, the prices aren't really that much cheaper unless you're trying to get like a cheap steak or something. Right. Which at that point, you should never buy cheap steak. Just don't eat steak. Just never I saw buy a, a tweet.
0: I saw a tweet of a guy who took a picture of his <laughs> hospital monitor and said, don't buy steak from the dollar store.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine? I can't. That's why I'm a vegetarian. Uh number three. And this probably won't mean anything to you, but Claire's.
1: No, I think I know Claire's. Was that like a makeup store?
0: It's, you no, know, jewelry or was it an accessory stuff. store? Accessory store. Well, I don't mean that you didn't know it, but but like it near and dear to my heart going and oh. getting a fucking pair of earrings. I got my first my first right, set of holes pierced story, there. Yeah. 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 Actually, I think all my holes were pierced.
1: Again, though, another another mall. Store,
0: yes, but I don't know that they kept up with the styles.
1: Well, certainly, there's plenty. There's there's other mall the stores mall. that have evolved and and are around. I'm just,
0: but I go to the mall, and if I and, and if Claire's evolved with me, I would have gone to Claire's still for jewelry. Mm. But I will go to Claire's if I know I need a rhinestone fucking tiara. Mm. You know what I mean?
1: You'll go for Ooh. a costume more more than you'll go. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. Like uh, we just did a 90s birthday slumber party theme and we got like, you know, they basically sold earrings like Claire would have sold. And that's it's fun to wear it, but I will never wear them again. Um, OK, number two, H&M.
1: Uh, whoa. Whoa. Now, probably. probably rightly so, though. They got some great kids clothes. They,
0: like they do have great kids clothes. They really do. As I got older, I really stopped um, being able to find things that I enjoyed at H&M. It used to be my only shopping stop.
1: Mm, and I'm they're... sure that's
0: because I'm older.
1: Okay. Yeah. you see that.
0: I mean, a little bit, right? Like, at a certain point, if I'm going to go buy a blazer, I'm going to look at their blazers and then go to you know, Banana Republic. Because you, you want a blazer from there, ultimately.
1: Well, if you're gonna spend a little money on a blazer, you might as well get something that's gonna go to last.
0: And and when you age, you realize that, you mm-hmm. know, when you, I don't know, It just stopped looking cool.
1: <gasps> uh Oh, number one. Is oh no! Aunt,
0: is up? Uh, is Ann Taylor and her sister stores? That's not true. I shop there.
1: <laughs> what I think we've come to find is,
0: am I chuggy?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many of these things are you like, but I love that? <laughs> oh, my, God, my gosh. I'm so upset. <laughs> Look, I want you to know it's not too late for you to go from Chug to Coog, okay? And we're going to need to start a mm-hmm. campaign mm-hmm. of how to take Jess from Chug to Coog.
0: <laughs> I guess we have the title of our episode this week. I don't know. I think I need to write moneywise.com a strongly worded letter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to send, I'm going to save the topic that I wanted to talk about um, for next week. Uh, But well, And we could both do research on it and our, our audience can look forward to it. But I saw an interesting article called Anti-Work, which is talking about uh, the labor shortage and how people are just deciding to not work as opposed to fight for better wages. Uh, but I think that is a bigger conversation that I'd rather have. And so we can save it for next week. I
1: think so. And it's worth talking about. And I'll, I'll just throw on the fire there. Now, I didn't read this article. My wife did. But uh, so I don't know all the details about it. But something in the article basically said that when polled uh 50 like somewhere around 50 percent of all gen zers are thinking about quitting their jobs and selling crypto or buying crypto right 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 50 percent. now i have a theory and i've had a theory on that that i thought oh maybe this theory is crazy but after i heard that i was like no maybe this maybe my theory is true but i'll save it for
0: great dude i'm curious to hear it um I, it's, it's interesting because it's putting a, a word to what I've been experiencing, not wanting to re enter the workforce and have been the workforce in, in some time. Um, but yeah, let's talk about it next week uh, and let's check in with crypto and then you'll be back to your normal life in no time.
1: Oh, God, please don't send me back there. Listen, <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll keep. <laughs> I understand.
2: I understand.
1: I need this reprieve. So, oh my God, Crypto I lost a lot of money.
0: I lost a lot of money.
1: In just one week. It happened so quickly. But that's because it's crypto. Don't look, you don't want to look at your balance. Unless you're like, unless you're trying to do short-term trades, which you're not.
0: I bought the dip and I also invested in ethereum i hadn't had i realized i hadn't had ethereum yet
1: What? what what's the dip what, what dip are you talking about
0: well <laughs> the dip that we're of, in right now the dip that we're in right now i just decided okay. to i'll put a little bit more money in i bought i bought bitcoin at a couple higher prices right now it's a little bit lower i'll throw another ten dollars in there um
1: that's smart smart
0: yeah and again even if it was at 65000 still, which is still at 60000 which is different than it was two months ago, um, I would still put $10 in because I'd rather acquire than not that is, when it comes that, to well, Bitcoin.
1: That's really the best way to do it. You don't even look at the price. I mean, sure, maybe once you, if you're paying attention to the price often enough, you can maybe try to catch some down waves or whatever. But generally speaking, uh, it's what's called dollar cost averaging, which is don't put don't buy all don't put all the money you want to buy at one time just buy it slowly sometimes you might buy a little high and sometimes you might buy a little low and at the end of the day it all averages out to being a a, a fair price for, for what you're buying um, but we didn't talk about it last week but we Bitcoin hit some all-time highs last week mm. I mean this thing went all the way up to 69 thousand strangely' I'm, nice. looking my, I'm looking at my yeah, yes. <laughs> Which is like <laughs> the total crypto dork move. Nice. Right. It's it's, this, it's also the total like Wall Street bets like Oh yeah, I bought 69 shares of GameStop. Oh god. Um, <laughs> Ugh. Uh I bought a I bought a call with a strike price of 420.
0: Um <laughs> I think even brand. I saw
1: this I think I saw this tweet the other day where even Elon Musk's, Musk must did a fucking four twenty sixty nine joke. I can't remember what it was. Um. So, but yes, literally on the dot. At least that's what Coinbase is showing me on the dot at sixty nine k, which seems strange wow. that it's like literally on the dot um, it,
0: with no decimal points.
1: With no decimal points. Look, that's yeah, not possible. Right. I mean, look. I th- I think when you look at these sort oh, of I exchanges. See. They sometimes might, you know, it may not be 100% accurate, but, right. um, but yeah. So, but now we're a week later. So like last week it climbed all the way to this new high at 69K and a week later, we're now, just right now, boom, just dropped below 60K. I'm watching it right now. Just boosh, right below 60K. So wow. the, Right now? The, yeah. Like I... It, now uh, on my coinbase app where i'm watching it it dropped below and now it's literally right at 60k i think yesterday it dropped down to like 58 and did like did one of those bounces where like drops down and then bounces right back up um but yeah so we're on a downward trend this past week but it just kind of goes to show like if you're if you're following price it's going to be it's going to be hard on the hard on the nerves because it moves so much, I mean, ten thousand. I mean, what is that? Ten thousand in the sixty, and it's like a little less than twenty percent. Um, you know, 50, let's say, let's even say it's even fifteen percent. Um, that much movement in that short amount of time it's 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 pretty dramatic. Uh, but right now is an interesting time to look. A lot of the stuff that we've talked about, like every, it is, the Bitcoin dominance is in full effect. Everything's moving yeah, together totally. right now. Yeah. So Bitcoin dropped, everything dropped. Even the ones that we were talking about, like Solana, Polkadot, which have like technological advances that were, that were moving the price, they've dropped. And they've mm-hmm. actually, you know, Polkadot's dropped to a pretty, you know, a pretty decent, viable price. You could look at it and be like, well, let me just see if it's going to drop anymore. Right, right, right. Um, but usually what you want to do is if you're like, you know what, I know I want to allocate money to and we'll just say Polkadot because we've talked about it a lot. Let's say I want to allocate money to Polkadot. It's, you know, it's down 10 points from, from its high, which was around 50, sitting at 40. Uh, I know it could probably if it continues to drop, this thing could probably drop all the way down to thirty. Let's say I wanted to put in a hundred dollars. Why don't I just put in twenty five right now and see where it goes next? And if it goes in lower, if it just drops more, put in another twenty five.
0: Right, totally.
1: You know? Um so that's again, what dollar cost averaging is.
0: Again, we are not giving you advice. This is entertainment. We don't know what we're talking about. Uh mm-hmm. We're we're making up these coins as we speak. Um, yeah.
1: A coin called polka dot. I mean, come on, how ridiculous would that
2: be?
0: <laughs> Don't buy it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, 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 I think your your thing holds true. Like you have to be really comfortable losing this money ultimately as well.
1: Always, never invest what you what you cannot lose, um, what you're not willing to lose. You know right. That will really help you in the long run. I know nobody wants to lose money, and usually, when you no, invest, you want to make no. money, but I think the point is is you're not betting the house on this you're not yeah you're not putting your rent money in you're not doing your your um six month savings account, you know
0: but I suppose you could put a thousand dollars in Bitcoin right now and it could go back up to seventy thousand eventually, and you can make a little bit of money that way
1: right if you want to play the short term game you know that's that's what we call short-term um swing play you know it goes up you buy it you buy it at one price it goes up you sell it it drops back down you buy it it goes back up you sell it right it's really nice and sounding in theory
0: (laughs) i think it's super stressful it's gotta be
1: it's super stressful and more more often than not and statistically most people who try that lose money
0: i imagine that's
1: right you you gotta know what you're doing and even when you know what you're doing it's tricky you just you know uh but you could you know by all means if you want to try it i would highly recommend uh learning how and practicing with fake money you know Mm. which which is something you can do
0: oh so like if i had put this much money in at this point like there's a an app Mm -hmm. for that i see
1: there's definitely apps for that for the stock market. I mean, any, any brokerage account, you can open up an account with Schwab or an open up account with TD Ameritrade. And you can just trade on, on paper money until you're ready to, to actually put real money in. I imagine there's, you can find an app somewhere that lets you do that for crypto.
2: Mm,
0: that's a really interesting idea. Let's find that app and uh, ask them if they want to sponsor us.
1: Oh, and then and then maybe what we'll do is we'll like we'll each start with a thousand dollars and see who can make the most amount of fake money.
0: That's a really fun community idea for our nickels and us. I love that. You're gonna head that project up, yeah? Because you're not doing anything.
1: Sure, sure. By next cool. week, I will have the app
0: cool. all ready for us. Cool. Uh, so uh, I need to go. You need to go. But this is going to drop this coming Friday. And then we will have an episode, depending on our availability, next week during Thanksgiving. Eventually, we're going to take a break for the holidays, um, but since it's before Thanksgiving, I want to say that I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for the opportunity to like talk and download with you. It's very nice.
1: As am I. I mean, it's full of gratitude for um, what we what we do here, to this time we spend together, and the fact that. People actually listen.
0: It's so fun, right?
1: And uh, and are enjoying it.
0: We're doing a good podcast that didn't exist twenty seven and maybe twenty nine weeks ago.
1: <laughs> I mean, you calling this the twenty seven it's our twenty seventh episode, right? uh-huh. that's what I'm noticing on the on the marker here. It makes me a little bit nervous as we've we've talked about before. The twenty seven is the right, the superstar musician death number, right? You know. The tra- <gasps> The tragic death. And since we are superstars. <laughs> I think this is I think it's been a good run, Jess. Hey a Nick, good run. I'm
0: thankful for you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I got shit to do. Um Yeah, no, this is great. And if it ends here, then we had a good run. <laughs>
1: did we? No, we did. Oh my god. I, I was suggest just for Stop the sake making of humor.
0: stop putting walls up, Nick.
1: Okay. I'll I'll o- I'll stop. I'll okay. stop self deprecating.
2: Okay. He says um,
1: no, right, by what I will, I will eat my my turkey leg this year, thinking about how wonderful the past twenty seven weeks have been.
0: Please don't. I'm a vegetarian.
1: Bye, okay, Nick. I, <laughs> my sweet potatoes.
0: Bye, Jess. But no, no, yeah, sweet potatoes. Do that.
1: Yeah, because you're okay. so sweet.
0: <gasps> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That does it for this week, Nichols. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of You Don't Know Nick. There are many different ways you can support our podcast. One of them is going to YouDon'tKnowNick.com and finding out all the different places you can listen to our show. You can also follow us on Good Pods, which is basically Instagram for podcasts. Not only can you follow your favorite shows, you can listen to them right there in the app. If you're interested in finding some You Don't Know Nick merch or Jessica Lynn Verde merch, go to SubtleGeek.Spreadshirt.com and if you're not already, consider becoming a Patreon member. You can get exclusive swag and early access releases to episodes if we're able to get them to you in a timely manner. Go to patreon.com slash you don't know Nick. And if you haven't already, leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next week, Nichols.